everybody. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Houtink, back with my co-host, Christian Conway. It's always be nice. It's always nice to be back at sea level after uh, a couple of days in Colorado. Yes, and you know you can't be too mad, I guess, at the Galaxy just because we don't have a winning record uh, with Colorado, and this is this is going back um, quite a few games, and so the Galaxy are actually lucky to still be in seventh place right now. Um, Thanks to Portland, um, you know, there's quite a few matchups where obviously every game has always been a must win. But if the Galaxy want any chance of staying in the running for playoffs, um, even though, you know, it is midseason and, you know, it seems like there's there's still time. It, it just really feels like, OK, you know. Um, they just did an interview with Gaston and it seems really promising, you know, that, that we need another midfielder. So hopefully the galaxy and, and Vanny can really figure something out because Williams really spilled the tea and it, it really doesn't seem that Vanny is the issue. It really seems that individual players have what he calls an agenda. So, you know, obviously we don't know, what more that means and frankly okay it's out there now like what are the galaxy going to do about this and how are they going to start winning yeah i think that's 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 a very good way to look at it uh i think you know that that game against colorado is kind of a microcosm of why the galaxy are bad this year which is to say that you know they have these games where they just don't look up for it and and you know obviously Derek williams coming out in the media and saying you know that the, there's personal agendas and that was briefly talked about today in the open training session uh basically chicharito said oh you know like we all have to, to to reassess and pull, you know, start pulling together in the same direction, and and kind of all the uh, the the package quotes that you say to media when things are going bad. But yeah, I mean, in, in that Colorado game, yeah, I mean, they looked lifeless. It was just it, it never looked like at any moment they wanted to get into the game. And yeah, they controlled the possession battle, but you know, yeah, they controlled the shot battle, but you know, only two shots on goal. I mean, it just you know the, the pass accuracy was 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 rather poor. Um, mm -hmm. you know, XG doesn't really support any kind of hope that they had in this game. They might've had one or two chances, but I mean, you know, there's that day on Jovalich, uh, a, a scorpion slash bite kick that, you know, forces a save at Yarborough. And maybe that's the moment that gets them going. But I mean, they looked like second best at every, every moment in that game. And I think that's, uh, you know, in, in the three games that we, you know, we talked about, you know, before LAFC away that we said, you know, if they can get six points out of these nine games, which they should have done. You know, I, I feel good about the rest of the season. I, I don't know if I do anymore. You know, I, I feel concerned. Um, I mean, just, you know, in, in the past 10, two wins, six losses and two draws. I mean, like that isn't numbers that get you into the playoffs. And again, it, it does mimic a lot of what happened last season, which is the Galaxy started hot, played some good, good soccer, and then it all fell apart in the summer. And so it's a question of how do they prevent that falling apart even more? How do we arrest the slide in order to be successful? Because I think, you know, again, the underlying part of this team isn't necessarily bad. I mean, they, they have a lot of very good parts, but it's uh, that game against Colorado really reminded me of the first half against uh, San Jose at home, which was, they, just, they looked lifeless. I mean, they just, it, like, no drive, no fire. And, and I don't know what's And like, it. they don't know what to do with the ball. Exactly. Honestly. And I don't know what solves it. And maybe it's, you know, it's just the midseason blues and, you know, that, that happens. But at times it was just, you know, there, there was basic things where I was like, this is obvious. This is what you've been doing since you were a kid. Why aren't you doing it? You know, like an outside back would make a run. And then, you know, like Cabral or Grounds here just cuts inside rather than looking out. It's like, well, no, no, like, you know, be a little bit more expansive, be a little bit more willing to take risks, be a little bit more 
forward. It was, I mean, these, these, the, the LAFC away game, I'm, I'm kind of willing to write off because of, as we talked about the nature of the rivalry, how intense it can be, how much of a cauldron that, that game can create weird things happen in that game. I can write that off. That's fine. But these past two games, the galaxy have turned in about 30 minutes of good soccer, maybe 20. I'll give them that. And that's a concern because if they continue to in this, in this trend where it's, you know, lifelessly playing until they're down three nil and all of a sudden it's like, Oh wait, we got to do something. You know, you can't sustain that. And I do feel like they, not the Colorado game, but uh, at least against San Jose, I did feel like they were still trying. Um, I don't know. Colorado is this, this really is a challenge, right? Like regardless. And it's almost um, difficult to, to lump that in with the, with the galaxy slump just because of the track record. And, and, you know, to be honest, like that elevation and, you know, what was good to hear from Williams on the day was, um, you know, there weren't excuses. Um, You know, you're tired of hearing the same, you know, positive motivational speech when it's like, we're not seeing what we need to be seeing on the pitch. And so, you know, when it comes to individual players, I think that that's what we've kind of, you know, been able to assess and tackle. And we always do our our end of the season assessments, um, you know, but I, I have to say that Jovalich is has been consistent. I I don't have any qualms about him, you know. Um, you know, Chicharito unfortunately was out um and due to COVID and and so was Delgado. And so you really just see what impact both those players have and especially um Delgado. But again, it's very difficult to be putting the galaxy, the whole hopes of the team and and all the efforts and and all of the creativity coming and falling on on any one player like that's always been the issue and you know before it was falling on like a bigger star player like Zlatan so you know you have to really at the end of the day just say okay um, just I don't know it just seems like it just pick it up pick it up but you know like just um yeah you know it's gonna it's gonna change against the opponents that you're facing that's the other thing that I noticed you know okay you know, you have LAFC, there's a type of way that we play, you, you know, you play against um, San Jose, a type of way you play. And then, you know, then we're going to be coming up on Atlanta um, at home, which is another one that seems like, well, the Galaxy should, should take this, you know, but then when you have all these like Western matches coming up, and then when you're looking at the table, like, well, Seattle's only one point behind us. And, you know, in order for us to stay in seventh place, like Dallas has to lose. And there's all these other, like, you know, numbers and things so early that we're so used to when it comes to d-day um you know end up dropping out of the playoff slot and you know we're all we all got ptsd and and that's kind of what we're staring down the barrel of right now yeah i I think you know obviously colorado having been there uh it's a tough place to play i mean it's hot you know it's at altitude all sorts of things you can you could point to and kind of i guess explain it away on in terms of okay well you know I, i think if this game happens in the microcosm of, you know, just a, a normal quote unquote normal season where, you know, the galaxy are playing well enough and you just chuck one game away on the road, then like, okay, yeah, you know, we're sitting here on the podcast saying, eh, these games happen, you know, whatever, forget about it and move on. But the reality, I mean, as I said, again, the last 10 have not been good for the galaxy. Only two wins in the last 10. Now I think this becomes a data point. I don't think this becomes a, this is an MLS result. It's a hot day. You go to altitude, miserable to play in. You know, you look a little lifeless. That's kind of explainable. Now these are data points. These are points that we have to start talking about. And I think, I think it's it's very 
it's very telling that Derek Williams came out and said, you know, there, uh, there was a lot of people playing as individuals. And I, and you did get that sense against Colorado that was a group of 11 individuals rather than necessarily a cohesive unit that understood what, what the plan was on the day. Um, I'm just looking at the passing network right now. I mean, it's really disjointed. I mean, Cabral and Dayon were basically on an island um, or on separate islands, I guess, for, for 90 minutes. I mean, it was, it was, it was tough at times because they, they just couldn't find the game. And, you know, Raheem Edwards going into the midfield, I think is a very good idea. And, and Vandy kind of went into the three, five, two in the second half and it looked a little better, um, but it, it, they've, they've got to figure this out. I mean, like, it, you know, again, I agree with you, the PTSD of D-Day, I started to think about that in this game. You know, I really started to think, I know how the season's going to end. I know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to just drag our corpse to D-Day and then, you know, something's going to happen. We'll, you know, lose a game we should win. You know, we close with Houston, which is always a, a fun time. Um, or like, you know, we'll be up 2-0 and we have to expect a team to lose like 3-0 and then that team will score in the 90th minute or something like that. But it, it's, you know, there's a difference between, I've, I've always operated on this theory that you make your luck and the Galaxy make their luck on D-Day by winning games like this and winning games like San Jose at home. San Jose, a team that has nothing to play for really that is trying to figure it out. You know, so the Galaxy need to start making their luck. And I think this weekend provides an opportunity. We'll get into that in a bit here. But they, I mean, it's, it's. I, I'm concerned because now we're starting to hear from guys like Derek Williams, like Chicharito today at the training session. And they're talking a lot about, you know, how the locker room is a little fractured. And that's a concern because if they're not all pulling together, that does not bode well for the rest of the season. And it almost makes me feel like it's going to be another rebuild coming at the end of this year. Yeah. And then, um, you know, understandably, so you have the criticism uh, against Cabral and, you know, we've a few of us who are still um, willing to give him a chance, you know, we really were rooting for him. And then it was just like this big letdown, um, you know, uh, against Colorado, Efrain Alvarez, you know, a lot of people were kind of messaging back and forth, obviously on, on Twitter, um, and I don't feel that, that Alvarez was singled out per se as being very bad. It's just that we just had better expectations. We know what he's capable of. Um, you know, uh, Grant Sear, Sasha question, um, Vasquez, like these, these are our, our options and, and normally they can, they can make something out of nothing or, you know, Ryan's been waking up lately and, you know, even Cabral just stepped back for a second. Um, Galaxy mom had said, you know, he's a winger and then, and that's where he would be more comfortable and, and what have you. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of things going on um, and hopefully they can figure it out soon. And hopefully Gaston is, is part of the puzzle that's going to help, you know, um, you know, the other thing is we wanted a younger team. We have a younger team and you see them making the mistakes like Julian Araujo, another one where you just see making mistakes. Um, Gasper, I I'm over him. Like I just didn't see anything on the, on the day at Colorado that I thought that he was, I mean, literally there's times where it's like, he's pointing to somebody else or he's like caught ball watching. And you're just like, dude, like that's your job too. That's your role too. You know? So the times that we've seen the galaxy be successful and be able to score um, is when, yeah, they pull it all together as a team. And then that's the other thing capitalizing, you know, it's the same story over and over as you're watching that match, 
and your heart just sinks when you know you go you go back one and then the galaxy were kind of lucky because they could have been down two but that gets called back um and so you know the galaxy for for all those minutes had all that time and everything um to to get back but if if you don't get behind the net like there's only so much that you can blame bond for not you know getting that um blocking that shot you know i i think you you make a good point about about gasper but yeah i think he he he, there was moments in the second half where I thought he was really incisive, but I don't think he provided enough defensively. And I think that's the inherent structural flaw of Vanny's system is that his wingbacks tend to pin very high, which is why I want them to go to the three, five, two, because it adds a little bit more defensive stability and having three center backs on the field. Uh, I think, you know, honestly, you know, for, for a galaxy performance, that was incredibly limp and uh, you know, turgid and whatever other word you want to describe it with. I thought Cabral wasn't that bad, honestly. I mean, he he did give the Colorado defense something to think about from time to time. It's just his decision-making in the final third is is shot because he has no confidence. Um, you know, the substitutions at halftime, Douglas Costa and Grant Sear, it made a difference, but I don't think it made that much of a difference. Um, I, I think just, again, I point to this concept of if this game happens in any other season, you know, when we're winning seven games, you know, whatever, and they turn in this performance, it's a little bit less alarm bells. But right now, considering where the Galaxy are and considering, as you mentioned earlier in the in the episode, about how that playoff line is really coming up fast to them, they needed something from this game. They needed a point. They needed something. Um, and, it, you know, it should have been three, could have been four or five, but they conceded on the day. I mean, Colorado was getting free looks in the box left and right. Uh, yeah. I and mean, they it, made good counterattacks. Yeah. And, and, yeah. They were just eating the Galaxy alive every single time the ball tur- uh, turned over. Um, kind of very similar to when I saw them play LFC in, in May. Uh, which is something they do very well. The Galaxy, I don't know. It just, it's, it's, been, it's been a couple of limp performances where, you know, and, and, and Derek Williams, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point to that quote because I think it's, it's educational where he comes out and says, basically, I feel for management because we have in yeah. players playing as individuals. So then again, everyone who's saying this is Vanny's problem, I mean, it's, it's one of his own players saying, no, it's not his problem. It's our problem. Well, you know, how do you fix that? Well, you guys have to look at each other and say, hey, look, we're all in the same boat here. You know, like if we, you know, I don't just miss out in the playoffs. You all miss out in the playoffs if we don't play well. And the, the financial bonuses, et cetera, that are, that are uh, related to that. I, I do yeah. think that the, sal- the, the season is still salvageable. And, and, and kind of as we transition out of this game into talking about Atlanta, um, I think the season is still salvageable. I really do. I, I don't think they're out of this one. But man, they gotta start picking up points and fast, and they've gotta start getting guys on the same page. Yes, yes, really, really, really fast. Um, I will say about Costa, you know, for those who have also critiqued him, understandably so, he was actually once he was on, he was the only one I felt like was playing out there. He was the only one who seemed like he had any kind of ideas, and you knew what he was trying to do, and you were just like frustrated that it just it just wasn't working. Um, but but he was hustling out there and he um, seems like the one that has the intelligence, you know, that you're looking for the experience that you're looking for. Um, it just seems like the other guys just aren't on his level and just aren't able to read him and communicate with him in a way where they're able to capitalize on what, and what moves he was trying to do. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. just quickly, cause it probably didn't make TV, but while I was there, it was clear Costa was, was, was feeling some kind of way. I don't know if it was anger or just, despair but he like was going over to vanny and like hugging vanny and was like clearly kind of in an emotional state so he's feeling it i mean and 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 i think 
that entire that speaks to something larger that this entire locker room is kind of starting to feel it. And um, I think that's that's a very fascinating kind of by thread throughout the season, because I think, you know, we talked a lot in, in the early part of the season about how it looked, at least on the outside looking in, because we obviously aren't in the locker room every day. You know, we don't you know, we're not in the WhatsApp groups, you know, between the players. Right. <laughs> um, as much as we'd love to be. But it does feel like, you know, they were all kind of hunky dory at the beginning of the year. And it was all about, you know, we're a team. We're unified. We got this. And then all of a sudden, Derek Williams comes out and says that something's going on there. And I think that's going to be a thread that we, we keep pulling through the rest of the year if things continue to go poorly. But I, but, but I will say, I agree with you that, that Douglas Costa in the game against San Jose and in the game against Colorado provided some level of spark. Like that's what they needed off the bench. Um, again, he's still in, we have to keep this in mind because he hasn't played a lot because he's been injured. Um, now, whether that's self-inflicted because of his lack of fitness or his lack of ability taking care of himself, another story. Again, we don't really know those kind of conversations that occur. I'm, I'm not his roommate. I don't know what he does kind of thing. Um, but he's still getting used to this team. And, and that's why Vanny was very explicit about saying, like, he can basically be a summer signing. Is that going to work? That's another question. But, you know, again, he's still trying. He's still when you when you in, introduce a new player to a team, you still have to get the mental connections going. And that takes a while. I mean, you know, heck, you know, Michelle and I, we've been doing this for what, three, four years. And we still, you know, don't really always have the mental connection together sometimes. Like, I mean, it it takes time for you to build those kind of familiarities and those those moments and he's, you can tell he's trying to do it, but the team has gone in such a direction because he's been injured so often that it's going to be hard for him to adapt in rather than necessarily him growing with the team in terms of the mental kind of connections and, and tendencies that a player has. So I think that if they, if they can get him to be a little bit more flexible, fit into the team a little bit better than it's going to be beneficial. I, I don't think that's, you know, that's too controversial to say, but Again, you know, they need Brugman to step in and just settle down that midfield as fast as possible, and then they can build from there. I think that's, that's the crux of the issue here is that midfield, especially in Colorado, just looks so disinterested on the day. And they need a guy like Brugman to allow Ryan to be a little bit freer. And the minute that we've, we've had games where Ryan has been freed up, they've played a lot better. So I think just, you know, having Brugman sit, be smart, you know, be that defensive shield in front of the back line, and then you know, let Ryan rove to find the game and then have, you know, Ephraim or whoever's playing that 10 slot, you know, either it be it Victor Vasquez or Sasha Kleshton or Ephraim, whoever ro- roaming around him as kind of like almost like a, a, a planet, you know, a moon orbiting a planet or something like that. Then I think that that industriousness and that that hum of the midfield could actually be really beneficial for the galaxy because then you have, you know, a guy like Ground Seer, Cabral, uh, whoever you want to put in that wing slot, making those run, outside runs. Raheem Edwards, I think, could be transferred into the midfield. That wouldn't surprise me. I actually think that's a good idea to then find Chicharito and, and um, Jovalich because I think they play really well off one another. So I think just that, that that's what's got to happen here. And they're, they're close to it, but it's not there and, yet. Yeah, and the Galaxy really need to stop wasting set pieces, and they also need to stop giving away goals on set pieces. It's, it's maddening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, the set piece thing is weird to me because I mean, you look at Derek Williams, you look at Nick DePew, you looked at Sega Kulabali, like these are big guys. Like, how is this not working? You know, like what is going on here? You know, it, it, it does blow the mind. Like the Galaxy should be banging in corners and set pieces just based off their like, and I, and I, I rail against this concept that, oh, well, set pieces are all about, oh, if you have the biggest player, I'm like, I've seen Lionel Messi score off set pieces and he's the shortest player on the field. Like, it doesn't matter. It's about your, your, your planning of a set piece. 
how are we not? But but I, I'll go to the physical argument here. The Galaxy just have some big dudes. Like, how is this not working on set pieces? And especially with a guy like Jovalich and Chicharito who are super smart about making their runs. Like, it, it does. I think that's something that has to be discussed in terms of the coaching staff. Like, one of the failures of the coaching staff this year has been the set pieces. And I agree with your frustration that it's like, okay, we should be watching Derek Williams ping in like five a year because he's just big. Uh, so that's definitely something as we we get to the all-star break, we're, we're kind of at the, past the halfway point of the season, I'd say. As we go into the second half of the season, um, that's going to be something that I think they need to work on a lot. Uh, but just general cohesion has been really tough this past week and a half. And against a, an Atlanta team that's kind of reeling that has had, I'd say, an indifferent year. Uh, they haven't been particularly good. They haven't been particularly bad. They need to be able to take advantage of opportunities because I, I, th- I think in Colorado, especially, they just didn't take advantage of any of the opportunities they were given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and definitely um, the, what I'm trying to get at. And, oh, when you have a open, right? Like, like I just watch whoever has the ball. Like it hasn't, it hasn't mattered lately. Who's had the ball. It's like, you literally see your villages open and it's just like, why are you back passing it? Or, or why are you deciding to, play keep away uh, defenders that you know that you can't play like that um or at least not sustainably right like you i really want to see them getting the ball forward and when you see a guy open or you know don't take an extra third touch like just take the shot you know um and and i mean you know even with the stats when you look at it actually the galaxy don't have a problem with taking shots but it's it's just getting it behind the net and also just getting it to the to somebody um, or being the somebody who's gonna score. I, and I, yeah, I agree with your 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 opinion and point about incisiveness. I think there was again a lot of opportunities where the galaxy could have been a little bit more incisive, a little bit more on the front foot. I think that's a nod to Vanny's pragmatism. I think is the word I'd use there, where Vanny likes to control a game. And so Vanny's dream goal is a twenty-six pass sequence, and we walk into the back of the net when he doesn't really have the players for that. But he's got Dejan Ovalic, who is brilliantly good at running off the back shoulder of a forward and just sneaking into those positions. They need, they need to take more risks. They're very risk averse as a team. And I think that's, that that's partially on Vanny. That's also partially on the players understanding that, Hey, you know, we've gotten killed trying to take risks, especially on the counterattack, and especially a Colorado team that was eating them alive on the counter. Um, but, yeah, but that's the thing. They're, they're getting counterattacked like anyway. Well, yeah, because you know, the shape, like the shape that's is, what's happening. But the shape breaks pretty easily under uh, in in this current system. I think, yeah. They, they and do when you're need... just playing a team against uh, like like Atlanta, you know, this is a you know they're at home again. You know, Star Wars night. Like this is this is a chance to really show some stuff. And like you said, Atlanta hasn't really been you know good, but they haven't been bad. And but but these little errors in these decision making, if they don't clean it up, Atlanta's going to punish, and it's going to be down two zero or three zero again in the first half. Yeah, I think they needed against Colorado Sasha to be a little bit more, uh, I guess, brave in terms of his passing range. Uh, I don't think that was the role he was tasked with, but that's what they needed kind of as the half progressed. Uh, but they have a chance against Atlanta. You know, I don't think Atlanta's impressed. I mean, you know, six wins, six draws, eight losses. They've really not been the team that we all thought they were. Um, they did bring in uh, a new DP in uh, Juanjo Parata. He's like been calling very... the kettle black, though. Sorry. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, he's not been, I mean, he's been particularly impressive since arriving. Uh, they do not 
score a lot of goals. Um, they just have two points from their last seven away matches. Stop me if you've heard this before, San Jose home. Uh, you know, this is a game where the Galaxy can look at this and say, well, you know, maybe, maybe we've got a shot here. Um, they, uh, there's, I just, they need something. And I think everyone in, in hearing the quotes that came out of training today, they all understand that. And this is an opportunity for them to pull something together at, an, at a game where I think there's going to be a lot of tension at that game, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I will be there, but you can just tell from Twitter and the Facebook groups, um, and I know face, the Facebook groups for the Galaxy are horribly toxic places, but there just seems to be some... The Galaxy need to put up a big performance, I think, on Sunday night. Otherwise, this fan base is going to go mental, I think. And with every right to do so, you know, there is a, there is a tension right there right now, right? Because, you know, losing to your two biggest rivals in the span of a week doesn't engender a lot of, you know, I'm feeling great, you know, but I think there is, there is an opportunity here for the galaxy. Uh, Atlanta has been kind of dreadful on the road. Uh, the game against Orlando was pure chaos. The galaxy love games of pure chaos. Uh, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, I think there's a chance here, but they have to take it. I mean, there's no question in my mind that if they lose this game, you know, in, and maybe even draw it, I'd even put there, I think they have to win this thing. Then I have serious concerns about the rest of the season and how the rest of the season will shape out. I mean, a draw isn't going to keep us, um, you know, up the table at all. So definitely, you know, you, uh, yes, you know, like I said, every game, <laughs> it's a big ask right now, but it's doable, right? Like every game has to be a win and, and they have to definitely shift. They have to shift something because um, we can't, we can't go on like this. If, especially if you want to have the level of support, you know, I really admire uh, Galaxy fans for not being typical LA um, fair weather fans per se. Um, you know, but that said, like, I understand like money's tight, gas is expensive. And when you're making the trek to um, the stadium, it's, it's really hard to, to want to keep doing that. And when they're, when they're letting you down, you know, and um, yeah, we really just want to see that there's some kind of change, some kind of um, passion and not even some kind of like, just bring it, bring it on for real. Well, I, th I think, again, I, I, I know I've been hyping or hyping on this quote, uh, you know, the Derek Williams uh, honesty hour that happened after the game in Colorado, that sets a very different tone for this game than necessarily I would have taken it in when I first was kind of prepping for the show, which is I would have looked at this game and said, well, yes, they have to win at home, but you know, it's clear, you know, that they're together, you know, they understand what they're facing, et cetera. But then he goes and says what he said. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. They almost need this game to save the locker room and save the season. Like, I, I don't think that's hyperbole to say. And so I, I, no, I, I agree. I will be watching this game very closely in the sense of who, you know, who is Derek Williams referring to? Cause I think I, I have some names in my head that I, <laughs> that I think all of us kind of, Went to that's a rabbit hole because um, <laughs> well, you know I'm sure people want to speculate on that, and you can probably guess. But you know, at the end of the day, like we just we just need them to be doing their jobs and and scoring. Um, you know, uh, it, this is a sport. Like, there's gonna be big personalities. There's gonna be clashes. This is not the first time that the Galaxy have been in this situation. Um, you know, now that they got called out on it, it's like okay, now show us that you can 
that you want to make the playoffs that you want to be contenders for MLS cup, like, you know, that you're going to overcome all of this mess. Yeah. I mean, the last 10 haven't been great. I think we can agree on that, but this is an opportunity for the galaxy. I mean, an Atlanta team that's kind of reeling an Atlanta team that isn't what it used to be. You're at home. The energy is going to be, it depends. I, I think the energy will be generally supportive, but it will also be tense. I think if they go down like one nil at halftime, the boo birds will be out. Um, but it's a question. Yeah, of how, that's fine. Yeah. It's a question of how they feed off that energy and turn it into something positive. And I think that's going to be the big test going into this game is how do you look at how the fan base is because the galaxy have to be aware. Like the players have to be aware of what the fan base is like right now. They have to be aware of how everyone's feeling, how everyone's oh, yeah. thinking there's yeah. it's, it's inescapable. How do yeah. you take, and, how do you take that and turn that into something positive and something that you can use to then propel you forward? That's going to be the biggest question about Sunday night. Yeah. And this isn't the first time that Derek Williams kind of spoke out and said something. If you guys haven't already get to aliasourhouse.com where we've been posting the media things, um, you know, so you can go back. This isn't, this is, shouldn't have been such a big surprise if you've kind of been following, but it was, it was for him to broadcast it on national TV. Yeah. That's something else. Um, but again, you know um, yeah, I look forward to the match regardless. Um, you know, I plan on watching it no matter where I'm at. So, you know, this, like you said, um, we always maintain our optimism here and this is a real chance for the galaxy to start making a comeback and start repairing um, the the culture and you know the fan base and, and especially the locker room yeah i think if, if they can get three points here then you know the line starts to shift a little bit in their favor you know they've got a couple of tough games coming up but i think this is an opportunity to really kind of you know forget about a bad week and a half and mm-hmm. then retool up and, and and get this team moving forward they have to do it yeah and definitely you know subs make a difference um it makes a difference when you know there's they're not down at the half you know um and you know by the 60th minute i want to see the galaxy start scoring more and and also having chicharito and mark delgado back doesn't exactly hurt (laughs) yes 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 that's you they could have used mark in in colorado a million times over well thank you so much everybody again for listening and stay tuned because we'll have it all right here for you we have the LA is our house magazine coming out. Uh, what is it coming it out? It should be coming out any day now. It's just um, want to make sure that it's basically, uh, well, dare I say perfect. Because <laughs> um, work, we're working with perf- perfectionists. So yeah, we want to make sure it's it's absolutely ready before so, uh, we sent it out. So it should, it should be ready this week. Follow the socials. That'll be announced. Um, and also on your podcast app, go like and rate us five stars and tell us why you love us. And it helps us find more awesome people like you and um thank you all for everyone who's been supportive of us so far this season we really appreciate it go buy a copy of the magazine it's going to be awesome i think the cover is the coolest thing we've ever done um and i wrote in it michelle wrote in it so do support us it's really cool um we really appreciate you and um yeah that's all of my admin for the day if you have anything else michelle well thank you so much hang in there galaxy fans we'll talk to you soon